Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, which is the podcast for real financial advisors all over the world. This is part four of a series on humility. And to be honest with you, I didn't know how many parts I wanted to do, so I'm still not sure. I think this may be the final part, but it's part four on a series of humility. And I just want to talk about one more thing on humility, and that is that humility should not be viewed as weakness. Humility and weakness are not the same thing. In fact, I think people find incredible power and strength in somebody who's humble. You can indeed be humble and incredibly powerful and strong in your opinion in the same breath. I think we can all think of amazing figures in the history of the world that embodied humility, but were also incredibly strong and powerful at the same time. So humility does not equal weakness. And I think that's important for us to understand with clients. Like I think we're worried sometimes that if we're humble and we say something like, I don't know, that's a sign of weakness, intellectual weakness, professional weakness. And it's not. If we communicate it correctly, the type of clients we want really, really value that. They understand that we're not just blowing smoke versus the sort of fake financial advisor who is. They understand that we're telling them the truth. And occasionally we're going to lose people because they want to listen to the guy down the street blowing smoke and let them go and and do it in peace (laughs) because they'll come back. And there's no need for I told you so when they do. We're just trying to help people. We're just trying to serve people with humility. So I just want to, as we wrap up this episode, I just want to wrap up or just really sort of confirm in your mind that humility does not equal professional or intellectual weakness. In fact, the smartest people I know, and I'd love to get your emails on this. If you can think of examples, stories for me, I'd love to hear them. The smartest people I know seem to have the greatest intellectual humility. There reaches a point where they stop posturing and wondering about what it means about their social status because they're so committed to learning and knowledge. Almost go so far as to say they're so committed to the truth, but that's a big word. So let's just use learning and knowledge. They're so committed to that that they don't really care. And so you'll run into people You know, some of the smartest thinkers I know that I've ever had the chance to interact are continually saying, well, gosh, I don't know. That's a really good question. And that is not a sign of intellectual weakness. In fact, I think it's the opposite. It's a sign of intellectual self-confidence. So comfortable in their own intellectual skins, if you will, that they can be incredibly curious And say things like, oh, that's interesting. In fact, let me tell you a quick story. I taught a good friend of mine how to rock climb. This was probably eight years ago. I got him into rock climbing. He got, no, it was probably more like 10 years ago. Got him into rock climbing. He got really excited about it. I taught him how to rock climb. I taught him sort of the knots and all the safety things. And and then I stopped climbing. And... Uh, you know, other than just occasionally when I could get out, I just, I wasn't climbing as much as I used to. And I forgot a bunch of stuff. And I recently went climbing with him and it, and for some reason, for some reason, I always felt like, you know, I was the teacher and he was the student. And I've noticed over the last couple of years that not only his skill level, 
But his knowledge, particularly his knowledge around safety issues, has far exceeded even where I was and particularly where I am now after having forgotten a bunch of stuff. But that was hard for me to accept for some reason. I can't really explain why. Well, I know why. It's ego and lack of humility and, and concern about my social standing. And I recently went climbing with him. And I decided to take the opposite approach and ask questions like, hey, why are you doing that? Why are you tying that knot? Like there's all sorts of equipment improvements that have happened over the last 10 years that I'm not even aware of. Like, so asking questions like, why are you using that? And how do you use that? And the first time, oh, why would I climb the first time to get myself to ask it? I literally sat there for a few minutes like I'm allowing him to assume I know exactly what that's for. And I don't think it'll be dangerous, but I really, I'd like to know. And I couldn't get myself to ask because I was like, I'm the teacher here. He's the student. And then I realized that is the dumbest thing I've ever done. So I asked and then it got easier. And then I learned all this stuff. And guess what? I walked away having learned (laughs) and he didn't care. In fact, not only did he not care, he loved it showing me some stuff. And he certainly didn't rub it in my feet. You know, like it was all good is what I'm saying. And so it was, again, a confirmation to me that being intellectually curious and intellectually humble is not a sign of weakness. In fact, it, it try it. You learn so much instead of going, you know, like, oh, have you read so-and-so? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or do you know this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody saying something like, yeah, the covariance on this portfolio and you not knowing, not remembering or recalling from your statistics days exactly what covariance means and you just go along assuming and then now you're behind instead of going, hey, wait, well, hold on a second. Could you just real quickly for my benefit review covariance real quickly? I just want to make sure I'm understanding. Unbelievably valuable. So that wraps up this series on humility with just the emphasis on humility is not a sign of weakness. Humility is a sign of intellectual courage and intellectual, it's not self-confidence, like self-esteem, being okay and comfortable in your own intellectual skin, if you will. And therefore you can be fine asking people questions when you don't understand what's going on. That wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio, the podcast for real financial advisors all over the world.